This is Truth Be Told by Women Repurposed. Welcome back, Women Repurposed, to our Truth Be Told episode on how to recognize the voice of God. I'm here with Ivy Neal, and we're going to be talking about those times that we struggle to know whether or not, whether we are listening to the voice of God or just to our own voice. And I think that's something that we at least myself, I have struggled with from time to time is trying to discern or know, am I just hearing myself or is it the Lord actually speaking to me? Um, is that something that you've struggled with as well, Ivy? Um, yeah, for sure. I think it's a, an easy place to get stuck, especially when we're talking about big decisions or you know, things that um, are really going to impact our lives or other people. Yeah, and I know it's something that we want and desire, I think, is to, to know that we're following God's heart, that we're following his leadership and direction. But he doesn't speak to us in the same way that he did to Moses and some of the prophets in the Old Testament. And there's times that I've been like, Lord, I just want to hear your voice. I want to know for sure, a hundred percent, you know, or like Gideon, he put the fleece out and he's like, you know, make it wet if this is what your will is. And even in the New Testament, we saw that the disciples would cast lots to know if the Lord was directing them in one way or the other. But now it says that we have the Holy Spirit residing inside of us. So we don't need to do those things. Um, in fact, God says that a sinful people actually looks for a sign. And mm -hmm. so we're, we're to depend on the Holy Spirit to actually guide us um, and direct us. And that's one of his roles is to, to guide us. And so I think the biggest question then is, well, how do we know that it's the Holy Spirit actually guiding us um, as he resides within us? So um, we kind of came up with a list of of three things um, that we can do to recognize the voice of God and the Holy Spirit within us. So first off, this is the, the baseline for everything else. Um, if we're trying to hear the voice of God, we have to belong to him. Um, John 10, 27 says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. So um, that's the beginning there. If you are not a believer, um, then that is the place to start. and um, the process of salvation is not our own works. It is all by Jesus' work on the cross. And um, what it requires of us is repenting of our sins and accepting him as our Lord and Savior. And um, this is faith, believing that his sacrifice was enough. And then um, he has paid the penalty for our sins. And then he's in charge of our life. So that's, that's the baseline there. Um, if you are a believer, though, like Alicia said, you have the Holy Spirit in you. That is a gift that we have as Christians. So um, that's our starting point. That's right. Yeah. So if we don't have the Holy Spirit residing in us, we aren't going to recognize the voice of God. Uh, so, but with, with the Lord inside of us and his spirit, and he's actually a spirit residing inside of us, we're going to be able to recognize um, his voice. Actually, it says that we will. So, um, and then our duty then is to follow him in, in, in his speaking and in his leading. So the second thing is um, that we must know him. And so we're going to recognize his voice if we get to know him more and more. So just like any relationship, um, 
a child can recognize the voice of his mom or we recognize the cry of our own baby. <laughs> we talk about that a lot as moms is like all these cries that you know the your own cry of your child because you know your child really well. So we have to spend time where God is found. Um, if we are going to know his voice, we have to know him and spend time with him in relationship with him. So where is the place that he's found? He's, he's found in his word and among his people. So if we're having a hard time recognizing um, the voice of God, maybe the first question we should ask is, are we spending time with him where he is found, where he reveals himself in his word and, and amongst the praises of his people, he inhabits the praises of his people. So um, we need to be spending time with other believers and in his word. Yeah. So as we spend time in God's word, we are reading, we're studying, and we're meditating. Um, so our reading is our more um, surface level reading, like more for quantity. Our studying is where we're diving deep and we're really trying to absorb and um, digest what is there. And then meditating, it's filling our minds all the time. We're thinking on the things of God. Second um, Timothy 2, 16 through 17 says, all scripture is inspired by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be adequate, equipped for every good work. Um, so right there, it, it gives us everything that we need to follow him. Yeah. So I kind of thought about it this way, Ivy, is God, re the way he's spoken to his people now is a bigger and even better way than he did audibly to those in the old Testament. And my, my kids sometimes go, I just wish God would just speak to us out loud and, and prove that he exists in that way. And and I always tell them like, well, Jesus said actually something greater and better is coming to you. And that's the Holy Spirit. And he gave us the complete revelation of who he is through his word. And the, and the people didn't have that at that time. So he actually had to speak audibly um, through individuals in the Old Testament. But we have um, the complete manifestation of himself through his word. And that is the chosen mechanism for the Holy Spirit to speak to us. So it's almost in, in a sense, the language of the Holy Spirit um, is what he uses. So if we're not in his word, we're not gonna understand the language that he's speaking to us. So of course, we're not gonna hear from him, just like trying to understand a foreign language. We're not gonna know what he's saying. Um, John 16, 12 through 14 says this, and I'm just gonna read it. I have many more things to say to you. This is Jesus speaking, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth, which is the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. He will glorify me for he will take um, of mine and will disclose it to you. So, um, so basically what Jesus is saying is that the Holy Spirit will come and he will guide us into the truth um, through his word. And so I think that's really clear that Jesus is saying this is his role, this is his job, and this is how he is going to accomplish it. So um, we're not left here just going, well, I don't know how to hear and discern from God and what, how he's going to do that, and what means he's going to use. Jesus basically told us this is what's going to happen, and it's going to be better than even me being amongst you. He was telling his disciples what's coming is even better. So we shouldn't feel like, oh, man, you know, I, they had it so much easier back then. Um, 
I mean, Jesus said, yes, it's going to require more faith to those who can't physically see me, but what you have inside guiding you is actually a fuller revelation than what you have with me in your presence. That's a really big deal. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. So Ivy, do you, I think one thing too, to consider is when we are in his word too, and in hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit through his word, it's easier to recognize and spot when we're listening to teaching that is heretical or false teachers, false messages, or even in our flesh, something that's not of God. Um, Sometimes we go, well, I don't know if what I'm hearing is from myself and my own desires, or if it's um, from God. And so by being in scripture, by being in his word, the way that Jesus promised he would reveal himself, we're able to discern um, the truth from error. Uh, And so I think all the more reason too, that it's important that we are hearing, in fact, the true language of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, because we can't trust our heart's response necessarily to the messages that we hear because our hearts are deceitful. And so if we actually know the character of God through his word, then we can take whatever we're hearing and hold it up to that and see if it lines up. I always go back to that um, analogy of how they'll study real dollar bills. And yeah. then when they see the counterfeit, they know mm-hmm. that it's not real because they know what they're looking for. So if we know the truth and our minds are saturated in that, then we're going to be a lot quicker to recognize when something pops up that isn't quite right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's, um, I think that's important. And to understand what the Bible truly is, is going to help us and encourage us to, to be in the word in all those ways that you said earlier to study and to meditate and to, um, reflect. Um, I, I love what Felicia Masonheimer says. She says the word is not just merely a moral rule book for living, but rather a lifelong gaze into the heart of God. So when we view scripture as like we said earlier in point number two, that we must know him. When we view scripture as an opportunity to know more and more of the heart of our creator, um, and not just merely this book that we go to just to know what we can or can't do as a Christian, although he speaks to that, what it looks like to live sanctified and to live holy um, unto the Lord, we go to it to actually understand more of who he is. Um, then we're going to have more discernment, um, one, we're going to be more encouraged to be in his presence and to develop that relationship, but also we're going to get to know his heart and his language and his voice more and more. And and you're right. And then we're going to spot when it's the shepherd or when it's a wolf, you know, that's coming towards us. And, and with, there's so many messages out there right now that are just, it's close, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's just not, uh, and that's really that the spirit of error isn't going to be blatantly obvious. It's going to actually look right. It's going to be off just a little bit. So, um, so the voice of God can be really tricky to discern sometimes. Um, it, it may Satan's going to come to us, and he's going to look. He's going to be a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. So he's going to look like one of us. And so that's why it's so important to understand, is it really God? Is it really the Holy Spirit? Is it really his word? Well, and to your point about knowing the heart of God through scripture, this isn't just head knowledge and looking for what he expects of us, but as we spend time with him in scripture and in praying, then our hearts are becoming more and more conformed to his. So then we desire more of the things that he actually desires and we want him more um, 
So it really changes what the desires of our hearts are too, which we'll go into later as um, far as wisdom goes. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I think I hear this a lot. I'm sure you do too, but uh, women say, well, you know, we're just supposed to follow our hearts, you know, like we're just supposed to listen to our conscience, our inner conscience, our inner spirit, or what vibes <laughs> we're feeling or all the things, you know, but that's so like it, it, that feels so elusive and ambiguous and uh, nebulous and all those words, you know, like it just doesn't like, I don't know like that, but here's the thing that I know is that our hearts are deceitful above all things it says in Jeremiah. And so, and unless it is informed and guided and directed by the Holy spirit, unless it's circumcised and renewed and redeemed by God, we should not, absolutely, we should not be following our hearts. And our consciences are only as good as the spirit of God living inside of it to direct us because our consciences can become hardened and dull to the things of God. So they don't convict us like they should um, unless they are informed consistently and renewed consistently by his word. And so, yes, God can use... Uh, I can use our hearts and our minds and our consciences to guide and lead us. And I think often he does, but um, we should be very, very careful not to follow them unless we are aligning them with the word of God. And we'll talk more about that too, about the means God uses um, to speak to us in our uh, next podcast um, episode. So um, any more thoughts on that, Ivy? Uh, no, I agree. Um, but that's, we beat the same drum over and over, get back to your Bible. That's, that is the biggest place that God speaks to us. And that's where we can go for truth that doesn't change. Like we know that our own hearts and minds, we flip flop, we're tossed around from day to day based on all kinds of things. But when we know his character, we can know that that's steadfast and that we can trust that. That's right. So if you want to hear God speak, read his word out loud. <laughs> okay. Um, Women, uh, thank you for joining us, friends. And uh, I just want to encourage you to be truth tellers and to love God, learn truth, and live transformed.